All right, here we go. Hello, again. hello, hello. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and the reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T.org. We're also covered by Brandenburg v. Ohio 1969, which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything said here on Anarchy Monk Prince Roundtable Discussion is entirely hypothetical. This is episode 204. And um, that's that was the end of the, the, the chain of thought that I put into this podcast. So. so if we don't have a title for it yet. Nope, no title. No title. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say something really smart ass about you know everybody's staying on the reservation tonight or you know nobody's going over the wire, but I just. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I thought oh. that would be a little. Uh... <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a little messed up. Chris feels bad enough already. <laughs> We're not gonna go into all that, but um, yeah, there's episode two of four and. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've seen all shit. 204 episodes, what's wrong with you? <laughs> if you've the seen same. All... Hold on. If if you've if you've been with us long enough to know before we started doing live or have listened to all 204 episodes, you will absolutely need our next week's guest help. Yes, you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely tune in next week. At that point, um... <laughs> yes. Holy next... cow. <laughs> Pitch, uh, pitch next week's real quick. So next week, uh, we, uh, Jason and I will be interviewing Michael Sodini. Uh, he is uh, the director of Walk the Talk America, which is a pro-gun mental health organization with a mission basically seeking to connect people in the gun world with mental health professionals who are also pro-gun. And that way you can seek help if you need it without risking your guns, without fear of risking your guns. Um, I heard him on another podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago, immediately reached out to him and he's, so he's going to be on and we'll talk to him a little bit about like what the organization is, what they do and how to, you know, follow up with them and resources that they have available. So Sweet, that'll that'll be fun, and we uh, we have double overlapping that one because we're gun guys and you guys are veterans, and we're anarchists. So there's like three levels of just yeah. locked up yeah. mental health there. Yeah, I mean, and that that kind of was my pitch to him too. Is I was just like, hey, look, the we don't have the outreach of the of um, history unloaded, which is the podcast that I I'd, I'd heard him on. Um, we don't have that kind of level of reach, but I heard you on it and. Our podcast is fairly small, but we, you know, we're a ton. There's a ton of vets that listen to us. We're, you know, there's a bunch of vets on the show. Uh, we're all very pro gun and everything. So we would really, really love to, you know, hear from you. And I'd love to expose, you know, our viewership and our readership to that just so that everybody knows that that's available. So that if you or somebody that you know that's pro gun is having a tough time and maybe, you know, thinks that it's time to reach out to somebody. That way you have that resource where you can do it without having to be afraid that somebody's going to report you and then you're going to lose your, your weapons. Yeah. So that'll be a fun one. Uh, a quick update. Uh, I put our podcast on foundation. Um, uh, Eric from Rebel with the cause, he mentioned it in the, in the, the, the chat a couple episodes ago uh, and foundation actually gives you Bitcoin 
for listening to or listening for being listened to or listening to podcast. So, which is kind of cool. But to this day, to this point, we have earned 714 Satoshis or about 12 cents worth of Bitcoin. Woohoo, big money. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rich, yo. <laughs> <laughs> big money, no whammies. Speaking of big money, no whammies, Andrew, your TikTok. Dude, I oh, speaking of people who need mental health evaluation. Uh, yeah, a million views. I am at a million views on my TikTok. I'm actually at a million views on a single video on my TikTok. My TikTok itself is at I think, approaching like one million. I want to say like two hundred and fifty thousand. So it's it's gotten popular apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Just on. Aw, D. Murphy. I have to say, I would say it that way, right? Oh, God. Yeah, the the number of people on that video, because I I called him Audi Murphy, because, you know, I'm in the north, and this is how we say it here. And, no, it's Audi and all these Texans. It's Audi. Fucking okay, all right? Like, that was was it. Like, like half the comments on that post were correcting your pronunciation. And then yeah. the other one, and then the rest of them were like five, 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 because you in the text you wrote five ten. Yeah, five. yeah, that was the other one too. <laughs> and that's you know, and what's sad though about that is like that's that apparently is how you gain engagement, right? Is you do uh-huh. spelling mistakes and stuff, so people feel yep. the need to correct yeah, you, which probably- now makes this a popular post, and the algorithm suggests it to more people. Yeah, and it's, it's the, the 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 same with like on on Facebook, right? Um, that was one of the things like uh, feed the trolls. Right when 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 trolls mm-hmm. comment, mm-hmm. go ahead respond. I, it, it's fine. Go ahead. I'll I'll respond too. Right. You feed the trolls, and then the trolls, um, they can't let things go. They have to comment. Right. And mm-hmm. so the, the more that they comment, the more that they interact with the post, the more it is seen, the more popular it gets, the more it pops up in people's algorithms. So well, go ahead and pick the fight with that troll, so that way it's been yeah. the algorithm. Yeah. Well, and what's funny is like it got to the point after probably I'm gonna say after 450 times of uh, the, but I'm five ten. I'm not short. First of all, fuckers, I'm five ten. I know I'm kind of short. Don't even argue with me. All right, <laughs> I am five ten. I am short. All right, number Fuck, one, fucking se- wicked short. <laughs> yeah, second of all, when I well, I didn't just call Audi Murphy short. I said he is short, short, un pequeño. Okay, the guy was 5'5 five, five and 110 pounds. He was a tiny freaking man, all right? Tiny man. And I don't do that to insult him. I do that to point out, like, how much more impressive what he did actually was, that he's this tiny little dude that's just one of the baddest-ass motherfuckers who ever lived. Would you, would you, rather, <laughs> would you rather fight a duck-sized Audie Murphy or 10 Audie Murphy-sized ducks? Um, I would rather fight the ducks. I don't want Audie Murphy involved at all. Uh, it's, no, no. This dude, oh man, it's if you if you guys want to check out my TikTok, it's at Inked Anarchist is is my TikTok page. There's a bunch of stuff I've I'm do, currently doing a series on the history of the Federal Reserve. I'm doing one. Um, I'm going through like various badasses from history, uh, and then random stuff. I did one on Pervitin the other day, which I got a hit. Uh, uh, I, I got that I appealed in one, but I got a hit for that where I was muted for violating community standards. I presume because I kept talking about meth. Um, <laughs> that, that'll I gotta, usually do it. I got a ding for um, uh, posting about 3D printed firearms or not 3D. Well, I, I got what my ding was for was pointing out that 
uh, the rebels were using them in, in Mymar. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, well, the funny thing ambu- is that ambush in Mymar was fantastic. Fucking just dude, that was incredible. awesome. But the thing is, um, what I found out from Grace because she gave me a heads up because mm-hmm. um, she's like on her like twenty eighth account or something. <laughs> she's, um, she's, a, she's a spicy girl. Just... Yes, yes. Um, but she she pointed out to me apparently, if you get a hit on TikTok for like a community violation, even if you appeal it and they reinstate the whatever the video is or whatever, mm-hmm. that still adds to your total number. Yep of violations even if you win every single appeal you can still have your account taken down because they think that you're violating through their automatic algorithm what a load of crap i'm like what kind of chinese fucking (laughs) social credit score bullshit is that (laughs) that's exactly what tick toxic is dude oh man well that's why i bring up the chinese thing but it nonetheless like I actually just did one, um, a video in response to a guy he, who, who's a boy um, earlier today where I was uh, discussing um, the Jones Act because um, mm-hmm. he was talking about the, the XL pipeline and stuff. So yep. I dropped that, exposing the that. I did one on Operation Paperclip, um, uh, went one. into a little bit of detail on that. It's freaking hilarious if you haven't watched it. Um, oh, does he have the autism shirt on? The no, it says the 10, no, 10 millimeter. 10 millimeter? 10 millimeter and 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. 10 millimeter wrong. is, as we all know, the Lord's caliber. Yeah, it's a, a stick that's on patch. I dropped the link for you. Nice. And I am wearing I am wearing the patch that we helped design. Yep. The Jolly Roger Roger? <laughs> the no, Jolly no, Roger, Roger Roger from Dave at Poppins Patches. I Use code abolish ATF. Right, but... I got, I got the. Uh, I just wanted to be left alone, Pepe. Nice. I gotta yes. get that one yet. I definitely gotta yes. get that one. I, I snap. I like, like a, a new patch will come out. You know, like I, I subscribe to so many fucking patch websites, but a new patch will come out and be like, oh, that's kind of cool, and I'm like. I'll put it in a, uh, you know, I'll, I'll save the link if it's kind of cool, and just think about it later. This is the only one that I, as soon as I saw it, I went yes, mine. Bye. Now, click. Yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much what I did with the Jolly Roger Roger, because as soon as I saw it and I, he was going to be dropping, I'm like, we helped with that one. We helped with that one. I'm buying it. <laughs> Jolly Roger Roger. <laughs> Jolly Roger Roger. Uh, Speaking of patches. Uh, hashtag patch or- I'm not going to divulge too much information, but Jason, did you see my message about that one? From Dave. I don't know, bro. To- I'm so, my, my uh, mental health is so fucked up, I haven't. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll no. send it. I'll send you the picture. Yeah, it's all good. But um, I'm not putting it in the group chat because it's for you, Andrew. It's Christmas. Oh boy. Okay. Dear God. Yeah. It's gonna have to do with an eagle, isn't it? It's fucking eagle, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, I would never do such a thing. Yes, you would. Yeah, you You're would. right. I would. Every one of you <laughs> bastards would. <laughs> All I'm saying is just stay away from Oklahoma, bro. Like we got, we got, they got, they got a spirit eagle out there. I don't want you driving anywhere near it. We've we've <laughs> already had like like the last three, like since 2015, we've had bad year after bad year after bad year after bad year. Like if you're gonna kill a fucking spirit eagle, an albino eagle, 
Like that's that's gotta be just like that's over the top. We're done. We're absolutely done. Well, I, I mean, that, that's like them opening all those sarcophagi that they found in Egypt recently. <laughs> yeah, the, or what? Or wanting to do testing on the sixty-five thousand-year-old viruses found in the melting iceberg. Yeah, yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Oh, they didn't just find viruses either. They actually found like single-celled organisms that they like reanimated. And we're fucking. And I'm like, I, I'm okay with that because we're getting zombies. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, why? Why would you be like, hey, look, here's here's a, a, a ancient amoeba. Maybe I should bring that back to life after the way the past two years have gone. That's the, what could possibly ever go wrong with that. That's a totally reasonable thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we has, now have five species nobody, of brain eating. Nobody's amoeba. seen Jurassic Park. Yeah. There's like oh. a ton of movies explaining why this is a bad idea. Okay, now, this, except this is this is <laughs> microorganisms, which is worse. See, and it's it's worse because we're getting it from both sides. We get it from that side, from the biological side, but then we also get it from the technological side with with uh, uh, AIs going racist and and, <laughs> and armed aerial drones. How could those two be combined poorly? I can't imagine. Even the uh, armed quad pedal drones in San Francisco. Uh, the robots, yes, the robots in San Francisco. Flying killer robots, yay! Yay! Well, Fantastic. these ones just crawl, but still. Have they not seen RoboCop? This doesn't go well. Never. <laughs> Apparently, they've never seen Terminator either. <laughs> or, or the Matrix. Or the, or the Matrix. Matrix. Or, um, ooh, or Blade Runner. Or <laughs> iRobot. <laughs> Or hey, I, feel like, I feel like there's a number of movies that we can reference here. Or I Am Legend. Like, stop doing the, these things. The Walking Dead. I mean, come on, guys. Like, uh, I would, I would, Resident I would, Evil. I would welcome a Russian invasion at this point. That would be the <laughs> easiest to defend against. <laughs> it really would. That's like that's just... the worst part. That's the worst part. Like, like you can take action against that that kind of thing you can't take action against a biolog against a a a biological virus like you can't really take action against like an ai computer system especially when it's not when it's locked in um um uh uh, in colorado down in the mountain hey in in norad in uh shine mountain yeah yeah you know the thing is it I no, you can take action against it. You just have to teach it that the only way to win is not to play. I've seen the movie. All right, it's. I know. You don't want to play a game? Yeah, it's. Curious game war. The only way to win is not to play. Yeah, that's. It's, it's just. It's so bad. They're trying it's, to kill us. They're, they're yeah, just like. <sighs> It's like it's it's the it's the worst version of D and D ever. <laughs> yeah, but who's the BBEG? I don't. Who knows? I don't know who are who are main big bad is here. This is it's confusing. <laughs> Our, the human species is the bad, bro. The human just the human species is is the bad. Oh, uh, like the that skit that oh we the baddies. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. 
Um, all right, where do you guys want to go? Oh, we got an we got an update. We got an update real quick. On update. Uh, what the fuck was that? I just did it. I don't know, man. I haven't had any caffeine today. My brain's going a little weird. Okay. I'm I'm all I'm all jacked up on those uh those cinnamon scented pine cones. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> just the... like like you you, you know that you, when you walk into the grocery store, there's those cinnamon scented pine cones yeah. in the bag. Yeah, and it just fucking knocks you out with how intense the smell is. Oh, yep. man, the, the gift shop at my hospital is just my neighbor with that reek. My neighbor has it, and I can it's 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 wafting through the walls, and I can Ugh. smell it. And it's so bad. You know, I mean, something that smells vaguely of Christmas is fine, but when it's like the Chrispocalypse that seems to be occurring, and you're just like, oh god. Remember no. in high in high school, those guys that would use like half a can of Axe body spray. Oh, oh, God, God. And they do it in the freaking hallways, too. They do it in the hallways. Yeah, and you're like, why? Just, I have to walk wow. through this cloud. Yes. You know, and it's super flammable, which means if there is a single spark, we go into the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a biological weapon. Jesus. Yeah, there's. Oh, did you ever do that? Did you ever, like, spray it over the lighter and see that just that massive green flame that would come out? It was impressive. Yeah. I, I did that because self-preservation is not my strong suit. <laughs> that's that's the same way I learned that uh, the packets of, of hot chocolate are flammable. Oh yeah, real real flammable. Yeah, Kramer is. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you ever really? Well, okay, I cannot recommend that you do anything like this, but I did see a video once where a guy Kramer aerosolized. Ohio, nineteen sixty-nine. <laughs> He aerosolized non-dairy creamer and then, like, ignited it. And I don't know how he yeah, ignited it, but he did. Mythbusters did that. Yeah, and then uh, it was a heck of a fireball. Yeah, Mythbusters <laughs> did that and created, like, an 80-foot fireball. My little brother once, when we were camping, because our the wood was so wet, he actually used non-dairy creamer in, like, a squeeze bottle. He put it in, like, a water, like, squeeze water bottle and kept blowing it into the fire and actually got the fire to start going that way. <laughs> I've done it with um, uh, uh, like corn chips dust. Like, oh, take yeah. a bag of, bag of corn chips, just crush it up really bad. All the oil in it, it'll, it'll burn. That's um, the, right. That gives you a little more of a slow burn. Yep. Just like the last breakup. Uh, the, <laughs> or the <Arizona>. Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are on our F game tonight. <laughs> Are we ever on anything other than it higher well, than a I, B I, level? I like to maintain a C average at least. You know, that's a passing grade. <laughs> we might need to see, we might You're need on the show. wrong show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, the Arizona Republic reports that the town of Mesa, Arizona reached an $8 million settlement last week with the widow of Daniel Shaver. Shaver is an unarmed man who was fatally shot while crawling down a hallway on his hands and knees towards police officers, begging them not to shoot him. In January 2016, Mesa police responded to a report of a man pointing a rifle at a hotel window. It was, in fact, Shaver showing a pellet rifle that he had used at his exterminator job uh, to a couple other hotel guests in the room. Police ordered Shaver out of the room and onto the ground with his hands behind his head, but instead of handcuffing Shaver officers, bizarrely, 
started barking confusing and contradictory orders at him to crawl towards them. As a clearly terrified and drunk shaver tried to crawl towards the police, he appeared to reach toward the waistband to pull up his sagging shorts. A Mesa officer, Philip Mitchell Brailsford, shot Shaver five times with an AR-15, killing him. Yeah, an AR-15 that had your fucked on the uh, dust um, cover. The dust cover. Um, let's see. Uh, 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 this is the second large lawsuit settled uh, settlement Mesa has paid out for Shaver's death. According to the Arizona Republic, the town paid Shaver's parents $1.5 in a separate lawsuit. Uh, in 2017, a jury acquitted Brailsford of second-degree murder and reckless manslaughter. This is because injuries are instructed to judge officers not by how a normal citizen responds, but how a reasonable police officer is, quote, trained to respond to a threat, real or imagined. Or imagined. Yes, Brailsford was fired from the Mesa Police Department for violating department policy. And then... Um, then wasn't um, he quietly rehired so he could yes. draw a PTSD pension for yeah. the murder that, of Shaver? That, that's literally the next the next part. Murdering that guy in that hallway upset me so much. I'm yes. the real victim here. Yes. Um, Brailsford uh, challenged his termination, and in response, the city cut a special deal that allowed him to be temporarily rehired so he could retire with medical benefits and disability pension. Uh, Brailsford claimed that killing Shaver and his subsequent prosecution gave him post-traumatic stress disorder. Because of this, he'll receive a monthly pension check of $2,569.29 uh, each month for the rest of his life. Courtesy, for the rest of his life. Courtesy of the Mesa taxpayers. Remember, kids? Uh, no, my, my attorney has strongly advised me not to finish that sentence. Yeah, and <laughs> for legal reasons, I can no longer discuss my opinions on this matter. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, uh, $8 million um, being paid to uh, Daniel Shaver's widow. Murderer. No, to his widow, not yeah. his murderer. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's... by the time all said and done, it might come to that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 20, like it's twenty five hundred. What's that like? Thirty thousand dollars a year? Yeah, something like that. But I mean, that's and that's for the rest of his life, and that's so that's all being paid by the taxpayers. The yes. because it, the because settlements the, are being paid by the taxpayers because it's a pension. Yep. It's it's on the taxpayer, but the yep. settlement is insurance. But technically, oh, yeah, the, but the insurance that's, is that's paid that's by still, the taxpayers. Yeah, yeah insurance is also taxpayers. paid by the taxpayers. So basically, a taxpayer was murdered by a government lapdog yeah. and then the taxpayers have to pay a settlement to both the murderer and the vic the survivors of the victim yep. yeah as a result of that and the dudes never went to jail never nothing i mean my god like it's mm -hmm. Oh, again, for legal reasons, I can no longer continue to discuss my opinion on that matter. On an unrelated note, Andrew, didn't you want to move to Arizona? <laughs> I did! <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, no, thank you. Too hot uh, 
Oh, he wants to live. I think the town was like Summit. It's up in the mountains. No, it's where Sedona. Yeah, I want to go to Sedona. Yeah, because it's that's, high desert. It's it's like near, cool uh, and nice. Flagstaff, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. It's the the high. De- it's that nice step up. So you get you yeah. still get plenty of rain. There's a couple of rivers that run through. It's pretty green. That's where the, that's where the homie Josh Judge Josh Judd lives. Yeah, it's a really nice place. It is just wildly expensive to live there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you get a couple more of those commission checks and you'll be ready to go, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> All right. We don't need to go in that one. Okay, where do you guys want to go? Um Hmm. I didn't well, even send you. I didn't even send you guys these, did yeah, I? Yeah, I was gonna say you didn't no, even send us send a us list, a so we have no idea. Okay, We're just winging this one, bro. Let, let's let's <laughs> talk about the uh, the whole suspending the Constitution bullshit. No, we'll get to that later. That's not fun. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know that I want to talk about that one. <laughs> that <laughs> makes me sad. <laughs> reasons. <laughs> not, yeah, we don't, we don't want to talk about that right after Daniel Shaver duty. Yeah, as as I'm wearing my deposed tyrants T-shirt. Oh, and... oh, okay. We can't we can talk about the Constitution. We can't talk about this because I have an article and I I purposely did not share this in our group chat. I purposely did not share this in our group chat because I wanted to spring it on you guys. So we're gonna call this the hidden article, although they're all hidden because I didn't share any of them with you. <sighs> okay. This is uh, uh, out of Colorado. I'm not going to tell you the title because it would give it away. Uh, Pointing to a long-standing U.S. Supreme Court precedent that people are not entitled to the government's protection from non-government actors, a federal judge dismissed a man's claim that Lafayette police officers violated his constitutional rights by failing to adequately investigate the theft of his backpack. So, so again, we're just hammering home the point that they have no legal duty or no constitutional duty to do any fucking thing. Anything, anything, because because initially it was just they have no constitutional or they have no obligation and you have no right to demand that they protect you. They only have a demand to enforce the edicts of the state. And now this judge is saying they don't even actually have to enforce the edicts of, of the state, the state yep. either, well, which have, means they have, they have no duty to protect you or your property. They have no duty to investigate the violations of you or your property. So they're, they're, I mean, at this point, like they're saying the quiet parts out loud and admitting that there is actually no, no reason, reason whatsoever for them yep. to exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Just protect us from panhandlers. There's another yeah. article I read that's like, um, uh, it was out of L.A., like L.A. LA police or something like that. It was like um, uh, 84% of their time on duty was spent writing um, minor traffic tickets. Well, yeah, I mean... I know one of the <laughs> victimless the, crimes are a terror, but you know, somebody's right. actual property is taken away from them and that's, ah, yeah. I don't okay. care. I mean, on that same vein, on that same vein, I know the, like the state patrol here in the state of Wisconsin, they spend probably closer to 90% of their time just pulling people over on the interstate. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Okay, so uh, uh, Amy Sinawo, S E N A W O, Sinawo? Sure. Sinawo? Okay. So uh, uh, Amy Sinawo alleged that when someone stole her backpack from a Goodwill store in Lafayette, uh, November 2019, the police officer who took the report, quote, vanished entirely from the investigation by failing to return Swallow's calls or look into surveillance footage. A detective reportedly became involved in the case, but after filing, quote, some paperwork and taking suspect or taking suspect information, uh, Swinlow alleged uh, she never heard from the detective again. Last month, U.S. Magistrate Judge Michael E. Hegarty dismissed Swinlow's claims on the grounds that there is no constitutional right to compel law enforcement to conduct an adequate criminal investigation. So hold on, hold on, I'm going to read that again. Uh, U.S. Magistrate Judge Michael E. Hegarty dismissed Swinowo's claims on the grounds that there is no constitutional right to compel law enforcement to conduct an adequate criminal investigation. So even though there was existing surveillance footage that they refused to look at yes. that would have shown them who it was, yes. and they had suspects, they still instead simply went, eh, but that's totally cool. Yes. Yep. Quote, quote, while he may have wanted them to do more and understandably hoped for a beneficial outcome, the law does not recognize that particular shortcomings as a violation of his constitutional rights. Yes. Uh, the legal principle stems from a 1989 decision of the Supreme Court involving a Wisconsin County's alleged failure to protect a boy from child abuse. Randy DeShaney beat his four-year-old. Yep. Randy DeShaney beat his four-year-old son Joshua into a coma despite county caseworkers being aware of the physical abuse for years. Uh, Joshua and his mother sued the county's Department of Social Services, arguing it deprived Joshua of, of his liberty by failing to intervene to protect him from his father in a violation of due process caused by the 14th Amendment. Uh, Supreme Court, in a 6-3 vote, disagreed. Yep. Quote, nothing, yeah. nothing in the language of the due process clause itself requires the state to protect the life, liberty, and property of its citizens against invasion by private actors. That is from Chief Justice William H. Rehnquist. Wasn't there something in the the founding, like the discussion surrounding the, the founding of the country where the... Uh, if it's not a legal document, it doesn't matter. But, you know, when you... When you look no, the, at the federal, the federalist v anti-federalist arguments are completely irrelevant because they're not in legal documents. And even the stuff that is in legal yeah. doc documents is they irrelevant based on them. how they feel that week. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, but that's the thing is, so like the thing to keep in mind here, though, is that what this is saying, okay, this is applying that to protecting your property. And it's not about the fact that, oh, it was only a backpack. It's the fact that it was still personal property, which... Yes was stolen and rather than even looking into it to recover it they simply gave up even though there was yep. easy evidence for them to go look at that would show them who did it it was just not worth their time and now the federal court is saying yep. nah that's fine so what yeah. that means is they have no obligation to protect you or your property ever they have no obligation to protect your property they have no obligation to even look into 
any molestation of you or your property yep. whatsoever, which means that the loan obligation left of police in the United States is simply to pull over speeders, simply to fine you for violating the edicts of the states themselves and has nothing whatsoever by yep. court decree to do with you. Yep. Yep. All uh, they this, are, are taxmen on wheels. The city of Lafayette relied uh, on the DeShaney case to argue Swindlow's due process rights did not guarantee a satisfactory police investigation into the theft of his property, and the clause only applies to injuries caused by government actors. Hegarty agreed that the Supreme Court's interpretation of the 14th Amendment said as much. Quote, none of the defendants stole the plaintiff's backpack, nor did the 14th Amendment impute on defendants an obligation to protect the plaintiff's property from interference by a private actor thief. A federal court may not compel local authorities to conduct a particular criminal investigation at a private citizen's request. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, and remember, I'll, again, I, I cannot stress enough, this is not about the fact that it was just a backpack. This is about the property itself. And that opinion states it very clearly. It's about the property. Yep. It's about the fact that property was taken. So what the court is literally saying is the police have no obligation to even respond to a call where something has been stolen and look into it. They have no responsibility to respond to a call. Help, I'm being assaulted. Somebody's attacking me. They don't have to do that. They can simply choose not to and to ignore you. They have no responsibility if they're standing right there and watching you being stabbed to death by a serial killer on the New York subway. Because this is an actual court case. Yep. That found that the the NYPD had no responsibility to stop a man in the act of stabbing another man to death. Yep. Now, thankfully, the other guy that was being stabbed was pretty big and pretty burly, knew how to fight and took down the serial killer himself. Saved, saved his own life. Yeah. Because, because you are your own first responder. Yeah, look at that. Which, as Jordan Peterson says, you should become a monster. Yes. 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 Because, again, if you are harmless, you are simply harmless. That is it. That does not make you virtuous. That makes you simply what you are. Harmless. harmless. You are peaceful and therefore virtuous if you are, in fact, capable of great violence mm -hmm. and have it under voluntary control. Yes. Yeah. That's your Jordan Peterson moment of the day. Um, but, yes, I, I, I dropped the... Uh, the the article in our in our group chat and I dropped it on the Anarchy Among Friends page on Telegram, so you guys can go read it for yourself. But uh, I feel I, like, I don't know uh, that I want to go read it for myself because all it's going to do is oh you know, I, I read I read the entire article. Oh, it's short. Yeah. yeah. Look at how cute this is. Seriously, this thing well, is hilarious. I mean, it makes me it, giggle every time. Kind of fortuitous that that happens in that that was uh, in Colorado because yes. I'm not saying that <laughs> there are solutions. But there are solutions. But if there are solutions, Colorado's familiar with them. <laughs> yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, they are. Keymeyer Welding and Demolition, Grand Dude, Colorado. There's there is a guy on TikTok who has purchased a Kamatsu. Oh lord. And keeps posting TikToks about like enough likes and I'ma do it and I'ma do it. And he's got like stacks of steel plate and like welding sticks and <laughs> Uh, Grand Granby to Lafayette is uh, uh, 100 miles. 
Well, a Komatsu <laughs> does not get good enough fuel mileage to make. I was going to say far. it'll it'll only take you six and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of it's downhill because it's on the front. So okay, it, so it, three weeks. About a track machine. It does <laughs> downhill really doesn't matter. But I mean, if if you're driving a D8, do you really need roads? Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, they're real heavy. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that might be uh, something for your TikTok. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. That I mean, but I mean, that's the thing is like, like that's you know, that's what you have to realize is like, is it possible that there are people who go into policing with the idea that they're going to help their communities, that they're you know they want to keep people uh, okay, safe? Okay. Yes, I, that's I would, possible. I would, honestly, I, I would honestly say that. That is that's entirely a, a rural versus urban argument, right? I would argue that the, the the people in in the rural are probably more likely to go in for the protection. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But I think like, is that possible? Yes. However, what your original intention is is a moot point, right? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. It doesn't matter what you intended to happen. The reality is. That, you know, like the the butter bot from Rick and Morty, right? Where it's like, what is my purpose? And he's like, you pass the butter. And, oh, my God. Like, it's the same kind of thing. Like, what is my purpose? Uh, you violently enforce the edicts of the state against otherwise peaceful people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, my yeah, God. Dave, Dave, Dave said that was, that was his thought and goal when he was sworn. It's, yeah, exactly, it's, it's the, the same uh, argument or the, the same discussion can be had with joining the military. Yeah. Yeah, you right. go in because you're you've been, yeah, you've been led to believe that what you're doing is helping people that that you're you're doing the best for your country and for your fellow man and everything else, but the reality is that the system the system is not wanting you to do that. It does not want you to well, engage never, in that stuff. No, <laughs> well, never never forget that 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 police in Connecticut sued for the right to not hire high IQ individuals. Uh, and one. Yeah. Because and high every, IQ individuals think for themselves and go, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Yep. Generally. And you, so. you know what really pisses off uh, cops, whether they're rural or urban? <laughs> when you point that out. Well, yeah. The, you know, the, <laughs> so like this year is the first year that the city of Lacrosse no longer has alternate side parking, whether it snows or not. Okay. So. It's only when it snows more than three inches in a 24 hour period do you have to do alternate side parking. Now, the reason for that is because uh, a year ago when we had basically no snow all winter and a bunch of people complained, you know, to the newspaper in the newspaper and stuff like, why am I still getting tickets for alternate side parking? There's no snow. This obviously isn't about safety. And the, the newspaper interviewed our local chief of police who said, well, it's not about safety. It's about the revenue. Yes. Yep. And at that moment, when he admitted what it was really about, every city council member looked at each other and went, oh, Jesus, we are all getting voted out. We need to change this <laughs> right now. And so they immediately changed it. <laughs> sorry, but, and, and I have to look. I'm oh, sorry. I'm looking at Bo's, uh, Bo Galoo's comment down there. Um, he is right. Vernon County is loaded with vile mm-hmm. pieces of trash. Uh, a lot of it's because it's also a welfare haven. Oh, damn hippies. Yeah. 
so with their organic farms, so their sheep. So what you're saying is <laughs> that uh, they're just doing their jobs, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, except that it, it when they are just disregarding this stuff and shooting at people, they are just doing their jobs because that is actually their job. How about when they're arresting 82-year-old women for not paying a $77 garbage bill? Oh, I read debtor's prison. I could swear that I learned in school that debtor's <laughs> prison wasn't allowed in the United States. I yeah. seem to remember that being a thing that I learned well, in high school. Yeah, I thought so too, but then they keep arresting people for, you know, unpaid child support and, and all of that stuff. And, and, and Alabama Police Department drew outrage after its police chief announced the arrest of an 82-year-old woman who did not pay her trash bill on social media. Yeah, and that, not, yeah, that was their fucking argument was, we're just doing our job. Yep. Uh, I, yeah. That's uh, their Valley, argument all the time. Every Valley, time they do something yep. stupid. Valley Police Chief Mark Reynolds claimed the department's hands were tied on whether to handcuff Martha Louise Menfield after a magistrate signed off on her arrest for failure to pay, failure to pay trash, according to the 82-year-old woman, quote, was treated respectfully by her officers in the performance of their duties. Because oh, no, it's incredibly paid, respectful to handcuff her and put her in the back of a car. An 82-year-old woman! She did pay trash. These guys had a job. She was paying trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Quote, while I offer while our officers can use their discretionary judgment on certain matters, the enforcement of an arrest warrant issued by the court and signed by a magistrate is not one of them. Miss Minfield was treated respectfully by her officers in the performance of their duties and was released on bond. She was she's eighty two years old and they handcuffed the her. She hasn't paid her bill, so they gave her a bond? The chief said Menfield was cited for non-payment of trash services in August for non-payment in June, July, and August. So suspend her fucking trash pickup until she pays the bill. You don't arrest people for that. This is this is Alabama. They arrest people for anything. Oh, dude, I you forget. I lived in Georgia, right? Georgia's state mm -hmm. motto is "Come on vacation, stay on pro because you're on probation." All right. Yeah, okay, hold on. The hold on. Reynolds Reynolds claimed that the city called Minfield. This is this is an 82 year old woman called Minfield quote several times and left a door hanger when it couldn't reach her quote. The citation advised Miss Minfield that she was to appear in court on September 7th, 2022 in reference to this case. A warrant for failure to pay trash was issued when she did not appear in court. That she, should not be something you can issue a fucking warrant for in well, any sane, sane place ever. Not that I'm accusing Alabama of being even remotely sane, well, but in any hold sane on, place. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me one paragraph, one paragraph. The chief alleged Minfield had trash services suspended three times in the last two years for not paying her bill quote so? and records indicate that there have been over 22 incidents of suspicions and vile and revocation of services since 2006 so yeah but going back to what andrew was saying about people getting arrested for stupid shit i know somebody who didn't pay an alternate side parking ticket for a month and they got and then they got pulled over for speeding mm -hmm. and they were arrested for failure to pay an alternate side parking ticket like this is 
this is absurd, right? Like, there's over first there's of, over two thousand angry reacts on that post. There's, and I mean, here here's the more. thing, right? Like, she so simultaneously they will tell you that taxes are the price that you pay for a civilized society. Well, what's part of a civilized society? Garbage disposal and sanitation, and yet they're making you pay it separately, which means clearly the taxes have nothing to do with the civilized fucking society, do they? <laughs> My, in the town I live in. Not that they're in a civilized society. There's no such thing as a civilized society. Um, In the town I live in, we get all of our utilities, with the exception of our gas for our heat, come directly from the city. My electric bill, if my electric and water combined, if it was just paying for what I was using, would be about $100 a month. But because of the garbage fee and because of the 911 fee and because of the meter fees and because of all these additional fees it's almost $300 a month right because just like with a big company right if if I'm running say a video game company I don't want to actually build in the cost of all of these games into the price of my game system because no one would ever buy it Uh, yes uh, by the way it was a $77 bill yeah, 77 freaking dollars. So what they do is instead of just trying to build all of these costs into the one big bill so that you actually see how big it is, they try to break it up all of the costs into the smallest possible things they can. You see that with cell phones, right? With your cell phone bill where, oh, I'm only paying $60 a month for my cell phone, but I have this fee, that fee, this fee, that fee, that fee, that fee, that fee. Oh, it looks like I'm paying $140 a month for my cell phone. Yep. Yes. And this is government trying to do the exact same thing. They don't want you to actually see just how much they're bilking you for, that they are extorting from you. Yep. So instead, I mean, <laughs> that like, and, and this is, it's $77 for her garbage pickup. What if she didn't want it? You're not going to give her the option to be like, no, I hired a dumpster that's going to get picked up once a month. I don't need you. Yes. It would probably be it would probably be cheaper to go to uh, 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 the junkyard or take it take it to the dump, you know, every other month. Yeah, it's Dave said uh, it, they pay wheel tax. Uh, they do in Minnesota too, right across the river from here. They pay wheel tax, um, and the which is why so many people rent apartments on this side of the river because hell <laughs> no. Uh, but you know the thing is though is like that's that's what they do is they they try to nickel and dime it and plate and hide it places where it's like oh it's only 50 bucks oh it's only 25 bucks oh it's only this it's only that. but when you add it all up you're like i'm paying 60 percent of my income to these bastards and i'm getting nothing out of it they're not even obligated to investigate if my property gets stolen <laughs> the hell am i paying for <laughs> and uh another article i just looked up on her uh uh, she said that um, she never received uh, any notice to appear and that she thought her bill had been paid because trash pickup was never suspended. Well, we suspended. Well, you obviously didn't tell your garbage men that, did you? You know, if it's a, if it, that had been a private company, let's say that was a private company that was like delivering meals or doing home health care for Ooh, her. This- this one international, the Daily Mail covered it. Oh, nice. But like, think about it. If this had been like a home healthcare company, right? 
And then they had just gone, well, you're not paying your bill. You're not paying your bill. And then been like, oh, well, I mean, you owe us all this money for giving you health care. And we suspended your service. And she went, well, obviously not because I'm still alive. Uh, no court in the world is going to go, okay, well, now you, you're going to have to pay them. Every court's going to go, well, they just kept doing it whether you paid them or not. I don't think you owe them anything extra. Like, this is the most ridiculous. <laughs> but this is how petty city governments are. And especially you see this kind of stuff in the American South, where they are so freaking enamored with the taste of boot polish and with respect my authority that they they like any any refusal to comply is seen as this like capital lots of, fucking crime. Lots of Barney Fives. Yeah, lots of Barney Fives. Everywhere. Freaking everywhere, man. Um guys, I'll be back. I I have an unscheduled visitor. <sighs> okay. Yeah. But uh it's yeah, it's just it's it's yeah. He need, he really needs to break up with that raccoon. <laughs> but um, yeah. It's just it's insane. It's really insane. Like like, and instead of it cost more. It literally cost more to send those officers out there to arrest her, to take her to the jail, to process her, to process the paperwork, and then to release her on bond. That cost more than the seventy seven dollars. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, right? That's the thing. Like, it if that was a private company, you would you would be able to just keep ignoring that bill, mm -hmm. realistically, because it costs more money to file even a small claims case yeah. to try and get that money out of you than they would ever get out of it. So they would just be like, "All right, well, how about you give us twenty bucks?" Yeah, like, so, and we call it even. Like, if it was a private company, it would have it would have just stopped service, right? Like, I I know on a, on occasion I forget to pay my phone and they turn it off. Right. You know, I pick up my phone, I go to dial and it goes, oh, your bill is not paid. Oh, shit. I forgot to pay my bill. Let me jump on my Wi-Fi and pay it real quick. It's not a big, it's yeah. not a big deal. But they, they arrested this woman, 82 year old grandmother. They arrested her, dragged her to jail, which means that they had to do the, the, the search and the fingerprinting and taking pictures and doing all that other stuff before releasing her on bond. Yeah, and even if they release her on bonds same day, chances are she's at least temporarily issued clothing, which is then going to have to be washed. She's going to be um, possibly given a meal, which is also going to have to be prepared and everything else and all I the food brought I, in. Eight, and 82 years old, I, <laughs> 82, as soon as you process, 82 years old, it'd be like, oh, I have this issue wrong and this issue wrong and this issue wrong and this issue wrong. I need to see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it's it's ridiculous. But, like, I think the thing that infuriates me the most about this, though, really, um, being the person who comes from a kind of a, a strict constitutionalist background before I became an anarchist, is their argument that, well, we don't have the authority to ha use our discretion. Yes, yes you, you fucking, fucking do. do. That is the checks and balances built into the fucking Constitution. That is what it was supposed to be, right, is the executive. All you have to do is say no. You yeah. Is the is the judge gonna hang up his 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 black robe and and walk down there and put handcuffs on her? No, no. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing is like 
you these these cops now they have this attitude that like well i guess i have to do my job i mean i don't like it and you know what it's from it's because they're all coming from the military yeah where you don't get to say no uh, warrior ethos training and all, and all that stuff yeah well and, and you're threatened with leavenworth yeah that's... like so <laughs> or to be fragged while you're outside the wire like you don't know oh yeah blue Falcons. so yeah so you so you comply with everything and they come from that and they still have that mentality when they go into law enforcement the reality though is that and that's why i find it so frustrating and so infuriating when cops use that argument well it's not you know it's not my job to question it absolutely is your job and you're called on to do that the moment that you take an, an oath an oath that is very similar to the one that the united states soldiers take which you swear to uphold and defend the constitution the constitution which says that you are a check and balance to the other two branches of government right you're the executive branch it is your job when the other two fucking fail and are retarded to go no this is dumb i'm not doing that like that's your fucking job to go no and stop it like the cops are supposed to be the last possible stop on it and they were right in the the in antebellum united states when you had the fugitive slave hunters and the fugitive slave act and all these sheriffs and things said no i'm not helping them and you can't make me bite me that's not happening like they were that that check and balance to that by just flat out refusing and they were threatened with jail and you know what they at least back then had the fucking balls to still go no i don't care this is immoral i'm not doing this and now they apparently when you sign up for a department they have to remove your testicles and put them in a purse somewhere because these are the pussy ass little bitches i've ever fucking seen well you you you, you sell them for a paycheck that's what it is yeah pretty much i mean jesus fuck <laughs> be a fucking man my god <laughs> andrew's feeling spicy oh so that shit just pisses like that's the part that pisses me off though like that is that is the part that like i'm like oh well we don't have the discretion hold you on, hold are on, a human on. being with moral agency fuck you i want to make this worse i want i want to make this worse trump calls for the termination of the constitution and the truth and the truth social or truth social post of fucking course he does because he hates the fucking constitution he never liked it that fucking tyrannical bastard. Former President Donald Trump called for the termination of the Constitution to overturn the 2020 election and reinstate him to power Saturday in a continuation of his election denialism and pushing fringe conspiracy theories. This is a CNN article, and I picked it because it's just dripping with sarcasm. Uh, or I can read it dripping with sarcasm. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the post says, quote, do you throw the presidential election results out of, of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulation, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Trump wrote in a post uh, on the social network, Truth Social, and accused, quote, big tech of working closely with Democrats, quote, our great founders, and he has the founders in quotations, our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. Trump's post came after the release of internal Twitter emails showing 
uh, deliberation in 2020 over a New York Post story about materials found on Hunter Biden's laptop. White House spokesman Andrew Bates said Saturday that Trump's remarks are, quote, uh, uh, antithemum of a soul of a nation and should be universally condemned. Well, I mean, I agree they should be universally condemned. However, <laughs> not for the reasons that you would think. Um, it's... it's the thing is, though, is like they've thrown out the Constitution a long fucking time ago. Right. Like that, that, that had, that stopped mattering immediately after it was passed. Right. Like the, the Federalists won. And the moment the Federalists won, it didn't matter what anybody wanted. It didn't matter what your rights really were. That was all out the fucking window. The moment the Constitution replaced the Articles Confederation. Like that's the reality. Right. The, but like Trump is the guy who said, take the guns first, due process second. Yes. Trump is the one who advocated banning suppressors. Trump is the one who actually banned by fiat a thing he does not, in fact, have the power to do the fucking bump stocks. Right. Which, I remember which, when Obama which, tried to do the same was, thing. Which was upheld by the Supreme Court. Yeah. And when remember when Obama tried to do the same thing, all these Republicans were like, well, we'll we'll oh, go no, to no, war no, over no, this. No, we'll go to war over this because it was Obama. But the moment that it, you think it's your guy, the lifelong New York Democrat, the moment that that happens now, all of a sudden you're going to lay down and die because you don't actually have a freaking spine like you don't care about your rights. Like, that's the bottom line. If it if if your support for an, the absolute of a right is dependent on who's the one threatening to violate it. You don't believe in rights. You just believe in whatever your political party says. And so you're nothing but a worm. You're just going to conform to whatever the political party says. Screw you in your I support rights. No, you don't. You know, I'm pro second amendment, but you know, I don't need a bump stock. Fuck you. It's not about need. I don't remember need showing up. I believe shall not be infringed is a pretty clear explanation of things. But remember that, you know, the, the guy who's now saying, let's just get rid of the Constitution tempor temporarily, because that's always how it works. Yes. Uh, and then uh, um, Ohio Republican Representative Dave Joyce, he is the chair of the Republican Governance Group. Uh, it's a, a centrist house, a centrist group in the House. Uh, he said that Trump's uh, call to suspend the Constitution was, quote, not a deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is it that they have to, the oath they have to take when they swear in as president? Is it something about the Constitution and well, faithful I mean, execution? <laughs> I like, I like that there, there's, there's an old meme that floats around and it's like, I don't know, 2013, 2014, it came around. And it's uh, it's Mitch McConnell and a couple other uh, uh, congressmen. And the, their suits, they look like um, uh, race car, like NASCAR suits with all the logos on it. Yep. And it said, wouldn't be wouldn't be really cool if they had to wear the logos of the people that, you know, bought them or contributed to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be fantastic. But As George Carlin always said, it's a really big club and you ain't in it. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of that big club, and uh, Dave's comment about uh, the censorship, twin, the Although, Twitter I, I, internal chat released. 
I, I am starting to be concerned that maybe he's right that it was the ATF or the FBI that was the unexpected visitor. <laughs> um, this is an op-ed. Uh, this is On the Hill. It is written by Jonathan Turley. Uh, and the, it's called uh, uh, Censorship by Surrogate. Why Musk's Document Dump Could Be a Game Changer. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. You know, there's a lot of... Um, when a, a, a mega corporation, like mega corporations can't exist without the government, right? Government yep. protections and, and all these other things. Uh, we know for a fact, for a fact, absolute fact, that the government uh, has tie-ins to Twitter, right? Mark Zuckerberg uh, and Meta, Facebook, has tie-ins with the government, right? They, they have they have CIA members on the board and, and, and fed, former federal agents on the board. And there's a whole, like, governance board and, and politicians can reach out to Facebook at any time and and to report uh, to report comments, report threats, things like that and, and people will get banned automatically and then reviewed so there's a huge tie in here, there's a, like, people say oh it's a private company bro, blah 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 no, it's, it's, it's not a private company I'm sorry, it's not a private company, Walmart is not a private yeah. company, it ceases to be but a private it, well and it ceases it, to be a private Meta, company the moment that it Boeing, acts on behalf of the government yeah Boeing is not a private company Facebook, Twitter, uh, Raytheon, um, Raytheon, General Dynamics, uh, yeah. Oshkosh. It, yeah, I mean, they're not private companies. They're, they're not private, private companies. They're not. They may not be publicly traded, but they're not private companies. Yeah. They're, so. you know, and we have we have this word uh, for when <laughs> pri- large private well, concerns are controlled entirely. It by the government really deep down and you know what that word is it's a word that originally was called by its founder quote properly called corporatism it's a word it's a word that that people like you and i get called all the time yes because we we don't buy into the system because we want to be left alone because we believe in things like liberty and and independent sovereignty and and self-sufficiency and capitalism and and capitalism (laughs) And we don't like a lot of the things that are going on, but we get called this word all the time. Yeah, we get called the word, right? And the word, again, the word describes when the government and private businesses are together, right? Uh, It's motto. Didn't Trump use this? There's a, a legal act through Congress. Trump did this to force companies to produce things. He did. It's the, he, he, yeah, he invoked the Emergency Powers Act um, so that the government could for, could dictate to companies yeah. what they were going to build and what they were going to make and make them do it, whether there was profit in them for yeah. not or not. That's the word that I'm looking for, by the way, in case you haven't heard it. And the guy who said that it's properly called uh, uh, corporatism, was, you may have heard was, of him. The, the, the silly mustache guy, right? Well, not, so not, the guy who said that it's properly called corporatism is actually the bald cartoon of a man oh, bar, named bar, Benito okay. Mussolini. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's the founder of it. The word you're looking for is fascism. <laughs> you know, my oh, favorite God. part is fascist. My, my favorite part of that fact of fascism, if you actually study it, is you know how it can be most easily summed up? It's philosophy. Yes. Continue. out of many one <laughs> but it's it's democratic fascism now so it has rainbows and butterflies oh right yeah that's right well, because well because there were voted, elections in italy and we voted Germany. for the fascist 
It's democratic fascism. <laughs> yes, but you see, you've voted him in this time. You, you've voted it. You know, there was democratic fascism. A lot of people don't realize that there's democratic fascism. So democratic socialism, because fascism is socialism. Fight me. I can point you to a podcast episode where I prove you wrong. But um, democracy, bro. <laughs> yeah, there's we have to Austria. Part of the reason, part of the reason why Austria could have been annexed anyway, right? The Anschluss. Part of the reason that that happened was because there was already a fascist in charge of Austria who had been duly elected into power. That's why that could happen. <laughs> Like people seem to miss that. Like, oh, and then he took over Austria. Took over Austria. They were let in. It was already a fascist who was in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Democracy, bro. He was voted in. <laughs> he said, "Come oh. on down. Be the next contestant." Oh, <laughs> uh, there was. I mean, there was a number of countries. Denmark too, actually. Denmark technically a monarchy, but also had for its prime minister voted in a fascist. So, <laughs> democracy. Um. Okay. Uh. To this op-ed. Um. Quote handled. That one word responding to a 2020 demand to censor a list of Twitter users uh, speaks volumes about the thousands of documents released by Twitter's new owner Elon Musk on Friday night. As many of us has long suspected, they were. Uh, there were back channel between Twitter and the Biden 2020 presidential campaign and the Democratic National Committee to ban critics or remove negative stories. Those seeking to discuss the, the scandal were simply, quote, handled and nothing else had to be said. Ultimately, I think that's super like the most telling thing really is that all they had to do is be like handled and that was yep. it. You know, ultimately, the New York Post was suspended from Twitter for reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Twitter even blocked users from sharing the Post story by using a tool designed for child pornography. Even Trump White House Press Secretary uh, Kaylee McInley was suspended for linking to the scandal. Twitter's ex-safety chief, Yoel Roth, later said the decision was, quote, a mistake. Well, that the story, quote, set off every single one of my finely tuned APT28 hack uh, and leak campaign alarm bills. The reference to APT28 Russian disinformation operation dovetailed with false claims of former U.S. intelligence officers that the laptop was, quote, classic disinformation. So it's Russia, Russia, Russia. So I just want to point out here. So if we're if we're keeping score, I mean, who's, who oh, would do that? Hold on. hold on, give me give me two paragraphs. Give me paragraph that. Okay. Uh, the Russian disinformation claim was never particularly credible. The Biden campaign never denied the laptop was Hunter Biden's. Uh, it left that to its media allies. Moreover, receipts of key emails could confirm those communications, and the U.S. intelligence quickly rejected the Russian disinformation claim. The point is, there was no direct evidence of a hack or a Russian conspiracy. Even Roth, that, that's the security for the Twitter, uh, even Roth subsequently admitted he and others did not believe a clear basis existed to block the story, but they did so anyway. 
because it hurt their was, guy and they was, are censoring he was, things. He was just doing his job, bro. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, not that I not that anybody's keeping score, but I just want to point out, so we got banned from social media for the Hunter Biden thing and they said mm -hmm. Russian disinformation, we got banned. Yep. And it turns out that it's all authentic and we were right all along. Yes. We got banned from social media for saying that the virus escaped a lab. Mm -hmm. uh, we got banned for saying that masks were ineffective. We got banned for saying masks were ineffective. We got banned for saying that the vaccine didn't prevent transmission. Uh, we, we, got got banned, banned, we got banned for saying that the numbers were inflated. Yep, we got banned for saying the numbers were inflated. We got banned for saying that the vaccine could cause myocarditis. We got banned for saying that uh, keeping children out of schools was uh, detrimental to children because they we, weren't we interacting. We never got banned for saying uh, uh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams, though. <laughs> Even they can't <laughs> keep a straight face for that one. Um, but... The like we got so all of these things, right? Yeah, yes, Dave got Dave. banned because he was associated with those of us who got banned. Um, <laughs> Hashtag sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but we got banned for saying all these things, right? We got banned for saying, hey, you know, this election thing, like, I think they're all rigged, but this one's pretty blatantly rigged, guys. We got banned for that. And now, lo and behold, what looks what keeps coming out is all this evidence that it was completely fucking rigged. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to just want to point out that I think at this point, anyone who has a conspiracy theorist friend, you owe them an apology because they've pretty much demonstrated that they are consistently correct and you are a moron. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not we're not all Alex Jones that just we're not all Alex Jones. No. That guy is nuts. All right. He's randomly correct, Walk but he involved. is nuts. Well, he's, he's, it's, it's accuracy by volume. Yeah. You just right. got to throw enough darts at the board and eventually one of them's going to hit something. Yeah. I mean, you, you fling enough shit. Some of it's going to stick to the wall. Yeah. So like he, I mean, he's nuts. And it's, it's funny because they try to compare us to him. And, you know, increasingly I do start to suspect that he is very much controlled opposition. Or he's actually psychotic. It's one of the two. I, I and it's a little hard to tell which one or both. I guess oh, both. could also be true. Um, but like most of us, M MK Ultra works really well on those that are already have mental issues. Yeah, but I mean, like most of us, we, you know, most of us have been right consistently for years now about all of this stuff and keep getting banned. And then when we kept getting banned for being right, we said, look, there's collusion between the social media and government trying to censor these things to try and control things. And then now it comes out, oh, look, there was a bunch of collusion between the government and social media to censor these things. Ding again! And one, bitches! And one! <laughs> yeah, Ryan Dawson doesn't like Jones. No, he, he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, if, if you know who Ryan Dawson is, I mean, you might not want to go look him up right away, but... 
Um, let's see. Um, uh, Musk dumped Twitter documents not only confirm the worst expectations of some of us, but feature many of the usual suspects of Twitter critics. The documents do not show a clear role or acknowledge by former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. Instead, the censor-in-chief appears to be Vijada Gaddy, Twitter's former chief legal officer who has been criticized as a leading anti-free speech figure in social media. You mean the guy that Musk, like, fired the moment he walked in the building? (laughs) Yes, yes, gone. Absolutely gone. Uh, There was also James Baker, the controversial former FBI general counsel involved in the Bureau's Russian collusion investigation. He left the FBI and became Twitter's deputy general counsel. What? <sighs> what? No. Some Twitter executives expressed unease with censoring the story, including former global communications VP Brandon Borman, who asked, quote, can we truthfully claim that this is part of the policy? Baker jumped in to support censorship and said, quote, it's reasonable for us to assume that they may have been hacked and that caution is warranted. Baker thus comes across as someone who sees Russian in every Rorschach ink blot. Uh, there was no evidence of the post Hunter Biden material was hacked, none. Yet Baker found a basis for a quote reasonable assumption that Russians or hackers were behind it. You know, you know who so uh, you know who Baker reminds me of is have you ever seen the Michael Moore movie before he started to get weird? Yeah. Um Canadian Bacon. Yeah. John Candy in it, right? You remember the guy at the CIA that they go to to help them start a Cold War with Canada? Where he's like, the, can, did you know the entire government is run by socialists? And like, he's just like this like crazy conspiracy thing where everything is clearly Canadian infiltration and... Like and he comes up with the commercials with a like maple syrup Canada's evil oozes into the United States. <laughs> um, the like that guy, that's who Baker reminds me of. Where he's just like, nah, Canadians. You know what I mean? Like, but it's the Russians, and it's like, you would have been much more at home with McCarthy back in yeah. the sixties. Oh man, uh, McCarthy would have hung this man out to dry. But if he was on the flip side, he would be McCarthy on steroids. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying, though, is like he he makes would have been much more comfortable during the era of McCarthyism than he would be now. I mean, realistically, there's definitely, there's definitely some 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 Joseph Goebbels in his in his genes also. Well, yeah, I mean, like when you when you clearly make that decision that you're just going to tell the lie loud enough and long enough until people start believing it. And the thing is, is you can gauge somebody's intelligence by how long it took them to believe it, because people who still don't pretty intelligent, the people who immediately start going, those people have the IQ of a houseplant. Yes. All right. Um, Obviously, bias in the media is nothing new to Washington. Newspapers and networks have long-run interference for favored politicians or parties. However, this was not the case of a media company spiking its own story to protect a pal. It was a social media company that supplies a platform for people to communicate with each other on political, social, and personal views. Social media is now more popular as a form of communication than the telephone. 
Censoring communications on Twitter is more akin to the telephone company agreeing to cut the connection of any caller using disfavored terms. And the, at the apparent... <coughs> <coughs> sorry. Uh, and at the apparent request of the 2020 Biden campaign and the DNC, Twitter seems to have routinely stopped others from discussing or hearing opposing views. Yeah, they yeah, they slam they slam that that Overton window shut. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I I'm pretty sure. Well, no, I'm pretty sure I was banned before that. But I know several people that just got completely. They were first shadow banned and then completely just annihilated over the Hunter Biden thing. Uh huh. Yeah, and, I, I just um um like well known people too, people that were well well spoken and well respected. Mm-hmm. Um. Like even even the New York Post, even the New York Post was suspended over over this, right? Like the New York Post, which is like probably one of like the the larger you know news media outlets in in, in the United States, especially on, on the East Coast. Even they were suspended for it. Yeah. No. Well, you know, and the thing is too is like I I completely agree with what Musk said about Twitter when he said, look, the reality is when you become a social media company that is as large as Facebook, as large as Twitter and Instagram and things. You know what's funny is is Twitter isn't even in the top 10, top 10 most popular worldwide. It's top 10 most popular in the United States, but not top 10 most popular worldwide. Oh, yeah. They're much, much larger ones. But like what he said, though, is he's like, when you become that large, you are a de facto public space and you should conduct yourself as such mm-hmm. and in light of that then you should hold yourself accountable to the principles of free speech and free expression and things like that whether you necessarily want to or not and one of the things that is so despicable about what zuckerberg and what twitter did and a bunch of other media outlets what is so despicable is that they were in a position to encourage free discussion free speech things like that give people this amazing forum to freely exchange ideas and understandings and instead they chose to use that position to control their fellow man control the narrative and control what people could and could not say and if you needed one more nail in the coffin of why government is a bad idea they're not even truly fully government. And the moment they had power, they used it for evil. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, because they don't, they don't want to force you to, to comply. They don't want to force you, you know, into that mold. They want you to happily comply. They want you to climb into that mold and to mold yourself into a good tax paying button pushing, towing the line, following the rules citizen right it's like any any toxic relationship right where like the woman's like well i want you to do this so he goes and does whatever it is that she wants and he's like and she's still mad and he's like well why are you mad i went and did it you asked me to do it and i went and did it well but i want you to want to do it not just do it because i tell you to like that's toxicity in a relationship right like that's blatant toxicity like that bitch nuts okay (laughs) run away It's a red flag. I mean, our, our flag is red and and white and blue, but it, it's red. <laughs> red is the main color. Deep red down, that's what it is. So, like, but I mean, that's the thing, though, is 
like that's super like supreme toxicity that is supremely transparently controlling behavior that well no i want you to want to do this yes. not just do it because i asked yeah. and that is what government does all the time it isn't the most toxic of toxic relationships no 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 i want you to want to obey me well yeah all it, I, I can but, even use a, a local example where in my town they have a six inch grass ordinance your grass is over six inches you're liable for fines if you don't cut it and when i had a discussion with the chief of police on it his exact words to me were well i don't like to issue the fines the fines are just there to make you want to cut your grass every week mm -hmm. not that's called not extortion only, fucker <laughs> not, not only does the united states do this within the united states they do it, it also time. it also does this internationally yep and another yeah. red flag with a, a big maple leaf in the, in the middle of it. Uh, U.S. officials pressured Canada to stop the Freedom Convoy. New testimony reveals. What a They're shot. quoted as saying, Oh, sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, top Biden administration officials pressured the Canadian pressured their Canadian counterparts to clear truckers blockading parts of the United States northern border during the protests back in January. A public inquiry into Canada, Canadian government's decision to use emergency powers to clear the Freedom Convoy protesters revealed on Thursday that frantic phone calls were placed by Washington to Ottawa in an effort to open up choked-off supply lines. Quote, they are very, very, very worried, Canadian Finance Minister uh, Christina Freeland wrote in an email to her staff. Uh, after a February 10th call from the White House's National Economic Council Director, Brian Deese. Um, quote, if this is not sorted out in the next 12 hours, all of their northeastern car plants will shut down, Freeland continued in her email. Transportation oh, no. Secretary Pete Buttigieg phoned his Canadian counterpart, Transportation Minister Omar, oh, fucking ads popping up. Uh, uh, Trump's Minister Omar uh, Algabara. Uh, the same day, Deese called Freeland, according to the report, and Bouget pressed Algabara about Canada's quote plan to resolve the protest. So Omar, I am appalled. Sorry, it's a Music Man reference. If you think yeah, it's uh, it, no, it's 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 uh, the last <laughs> name is uh, it's Omar. It's A L G H A B R A. Algabra, Algabara. I, I don't. It's he's Canadian. I don't care. <laughs> he's actually probably not Canadian. Um, it's well, he probably is Canadian. He just I don't care where his where his national original heritage. is. He's Canadian. He lives in yeah. Canada. He's Canadian. You know what? I live in Wisconsin. We have no love for Canada here. Snow, Mex <laughs> snow Mexican is what they call him. Yeah, that's yeah. We we have no love for Canadians here. <laughs> Uh, We're just Brian, like, why don't you take your inferior maple syrup and go home, we, back bacon boy? We like Canadians just about as much as we like Minnesotans, <laughs> but still more than we like Illinoisans. Yeah, or Californians. <laughs> or yeah, Californians. no, definitely more than we like Californians. <laughs> <laughs> or New Yorkers. Uh, 
Brian Clow, Deputy Chief of Staff of Canada's Prime Minister, also heard from White House aides, including National Security Council Director Juan Gonzalez, uh, who wanted to connect Canadian national security officials with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. A phone call between President Biden and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau took place the following day on February 11th, where Trudeau conveyed to the Commander-in-Chief that Ottawa had a plan to end the blockades. Do you see how horrifyingly dystopian this is right now? They were having a large-scale civil disobedience, and so what does Trudeau do? He calls the CIA. Well, <laughs> Biden's staff called them, and then they returned the call. Okay, well, oh, yeah, either way, who who do we contact, though? The fucking CIA. Like, do you see where this is, like... And this is not this is not in, like, some third world, like, banana republic, right? This is Canada! <laughs> yep. It's practically the 51st fucking state! Literally, literally, literally United States Providence. And it's just Canada, Canada and Western Mexico uh, and and Haiti. We let like we let Canada think that they're an independent nation and Britain think they still own them. But mm, Canada mm. is more American than Hawaii. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Full stop on that one. With the exception, with the lone exception of Quebec. 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 Like, I I don't care what they call it in French, all right? It's Quebec. And (laughs) with the lone exception of Quebec, they can have that, all right? But the rest of it? No. We all know who really runs the show there. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> like northern, northern Wisconsin, eh? <laughs> I mean, okay, so they might best us with toilet flushing capacity from time to time. All right, and yes, maybe Wisconsin, as a general rule, goes to Canada to buy large amounts of illegal toilets and smuggle them back into the United States. That's totally <laughs> a thing. You can look it up. Feel free to Google that. But still, what than just toilets that get smuggled back into. The oh, United it's there's a lot more in toilets that get smuggled, but I'm just pointing out like the Canada. I mean, this this isn't some way distant, strange foreign land like this is just Canada. Like we have, you know, that Canadians walk among us undetected every day and Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> plays in the background. You, you might be subject to somebody apologizing for you stepping on their feet. Yeah, like the you know the but I mean I like that's say, what I'm saying I though. Say, is, I will say they nailed it with the routine. That that's something I, I, I will give them. It's very common in Wisconsin too. Um yeah. I think mostly yeah. because of Canadian infiltration. See what I mean? They walk among <laughs> us undetected. Canadian Canadian infiltration. Yes, because you, you can, go far you enough pick north. Them out of a crowd, you can pick them out though. They're the ones. You know, I do. I, you know, you you might be right because I have watched Canadian football on ESPN. And oh God, it's got him! They have their hooks into him. 
freaking Canadian <laughs> football is oh Jesus. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> bro. You ever watch Canadian football? Yeah. Unfortunately. And the goal uh, goes in the front of the end zone? Yeah, it's because they're confused because they don't have to body check anybody, so they need something. They're and, used and to Robin Williams hockey. It that in a mutant form of football. No, we have 13 men. We have a longer field. No, no, you have fun. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the thing, the thing is, though, is, like, Canada's not this far off land, right? It's not this mysterious thing. Well, I mean, that's, that's or, we, we, have, we have to stop Canada to prevent Canadian mist from being made. I mean, I support that. That's that's or Windsor Canadian or Windsor. Crown Windsor Royal. is definitely also on that list. Yeah. Um, actually, Windsor. If if you throw it into uh, into one of these little barrel thingies, I tell you what, you can actually make it not completely vomit inducing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean, like, but what I'm saying though is like Canada, real in all seriousness, like, it, it, keep in mind this isn't like a, a banana republic. This isn't like somewhere in Central or South America no, or whatever. The, this is Canadian Soviet socialist. Yeah, this republic. is yeah, this is Canada that's going. We're having a big protest. Hey, CIA, you want to help us out? Like that should be deeply terrifying. Well, and to people like us who question everything it is deeply terrifying but to the normies out there they're like oh okay whatever it'll never happen here but again this is right and what did they do what did they do to the protesters they took away their bank accounts they took away their credit cards they um uh yes bro yeah, they took their Bitcoin wallets, everything else, right? I was actually, I had to look it up because I want to make sure I got the author correct. This this is exactly the kind of same psychological concept um, that uh, Jeremy Bentham described in the late 19th century with his Panopticon prison concept, right? So the Panopticon prison was a completely circular prison, and in the center of the circular prison, there were a few made. There's still one standing, I think, in Pennsylvania. Could be wrong. It might be somewhere, but I think it's Pennsylvania. Um in the center was where the guards sat and there is an opaque barrier instead of a wall on one side of all of the prison cells so because the wall is opaque the prisoners cannot know whether or not a warden is looking into their cell because the warden can look into any cell completely at will and so what happens is it causes your compliance because you must be forced to always assume that you're always being looked at one the one i was in had mirrors had mirrored had mirrored windows that you couldn't you couldn't see through at all yeah see So you have to always operate on this idea that you're being watched at all times and you have to always fucking comply because you have to assume that you're always being watched. And that's what they're so it it generates willful compliance. So, oh, uh, Dave said there's one in Nebraska. So if you want to visit one, there's one in Nebraska. Um, The (laughs) go as a visitor. Go on, just go yeah, please, as a visitor. Please just yeah, go as a visitor. Don't go as a visitor. Uh, don't go to stay in Nebraska at all, ever. Ever. Um, it's just so flat. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Why are there no 
else. There's nothing to look at except corn, bro. Not <laughs> My <missing>. God. <laughs> well, that's a really big hill. Oh, nope, that's a bear land now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at the size of that hill. Oh, dude, no, it's, it's just a, it's just a, a hay roll. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was just a hay bale. Oh, I got excited for a second. It's a corn. Uh, yeah. But I mean, th that's the thing, though, is like, that's what they're going for, right? Where you're so worried about what they could do to you for punishment if they catch you and so concerned that they will always be watching you, that it will force you to act as if you are currently being watched, whether you are or not, which means they don't actually need to watch you most of the time. Which, which also ties into the... The Twitter censorship that we were talking about earlier, right? They, they, they want to force you to comply by punishing people that uh, are outliers, the people that don't toe the line, the people that don't agree, the people that that have opinions that aren't um, that aren't in line with, with 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 the agenda and and what they want pushed, right? That's why that's why they shut down the Freedom Convoy. That's why they censored the story over on Twitter. That's why they have those sort of uh, prisons is because they want people to want to comply, right? They they yep. they want self censorship. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's Nebraska, about yeah. It's because Nebraska <laughs> is flatter than your high school girlfriend. It's significantly oh, flatter it, than my high school girlfriend. You yes. should see the girls yeah. I date, bro. <laughs> Plastic surgery don't count, brother. Uh, no, there is no plastic surgery involved in any of these chicks. No. <laughs> that is some, that is some all natural H's and J's, bud. Yeah. <laughs> bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Yeah. Uh. But I mean, that's, that's the thing though, is like, it's, it's, it is about fear and it's about instilling in significant enough fear in you that you don't want to. You know, you don't want to not comply. You don't want to risk the punishment because you're so afraid of that punishment. So you just act like the punishment is going to happen if you do the thing. I mean, we all knew those kids in school, right? Like when we were younger and well, maybe it was just me, but we all knew those kids when we were younger and we were doing things that were really fun and could probably get us killed in several different ways that were like, yeah. but my dad will be so mad, but my mom will be so mad if we get caught. And like, so they wouldn't do it because they were so worried about getting getting caught and you'd be like but they're not here they're not gonna know who they're gonna find out mm -hmm. that's the panopticon at play right there that's the idea that's the principle you're My so scared and i still did shit <laughs> that i knew would probably get me arrested dude i did so much like i mean the first time i got arrested i, I well i mean i considering it was in ireland and it wasn't hard to get arrested in ireland at the time um i think the first time i got arrested i was 12 11 or 12 years old the first time um, first time I had cops randomly beat me up, I think I was eight. I was 17. Yeah, I was eight, I think, the first time they beat me up, um, and I had to basically crawl home. Um, they did it again when I was hit, 10. Hit oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had I had uh, two Garda just, like, stop me and then question where I was going when I told them, fuck you, pig, because that's what I was told to tell them. Um, <laughs> they uh, proceeded to take out nightsticks and beat an eight-year-old child until he couldn't actually put weight on his legs. Um, so, you know, that's... <laughs> Welcome to Ireland! Can't imagine why we want to get rid of the English. I just... It's such a mystery. Right, let's let's wrap, wrap this up. Wrap this up. Give me, give me a final statement. we got to jump on one more article. 
One more article. Um, okay, so fi- I think final statement on this is just like seriously, like fuck the Panopticon. All right, fuck them. Don't worry about it. Yep. Like, fucking do- fat lines, federal crimes, due time. Who cares? <laughs> this is <What>? not <laughs> legal advice. <laughs> now that's okay. Fat lines, federal crimes. Dot dot dot. This is not legal advice. That would be a really. <laughs> uh, that's a patch I would buy. <laughs> Like, man, fuck the police. All right. Like, who cares? It's I don't care. Like, right. fucking arrest me. Try. All right, let's <laughs> I'm gonna go do what to, I want. Uh, let's go to this last article. Um I was gonna say something about curves, something more hills and more curves than Andrew's girlfriend. But uh well, Montana Dave, Dave is accusing Andrew of needing to go into a wood chipper, so there, I assure you, any eighteen, any high schooler that I would ever date would be eighteen, and that would be weird because I'm literally twice their age. That would get a little strange. Like nineteen's the lowest I'm going. Let's be honest. I got, I got interest the other day, and uh, I looked her up on Facebook, and she's twenty five. My 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 kids will be twenty three in a couple of months. Oh, and I went, oh, that's uh, awkward. I went no. I, I oh. Okay. Um, a Montana mountain man goes to court to protect his property rights. Uh, Will Wick. Will... Oh no, brown cow. Fuck that brown cow. Take two. Let's use take two. All right. I ate the brown cow. Um, Will Wilkins. That's such a weird name. Will Wilkins. Will Wilkins of Rivoli County, Montana, acknowledges he's a bit of a throwback. Growing up in West Virginia, he says his mother used to tell him, quote, you were born a hundred years too late, boy. In an apt description of the self-described mountain man, Wilkins is a dedicated practitioner of traditional crafts such as stonemasonry, blacksmithing, and timber framing, what he calls, quote, the forgotten arts. He's an, he has old school ideas about patriotism and service, which led him to enlist in the military during the Vietnam era and is an ardent conservationist. Uh, he's committed to a traditional traditional ethical code of honor which uh, under which uh, when making an agreement, you keep your word and do what you say you're going to do. It's the last commitment that it's the last commitment that has brought Wilkins into a legal dispute with the US Forest Service over an access road that runs through his property. Wilkins holds that by allowing public access to the road. The agency has failed to keep its word, and he's fighting in federal court to hold the bureaucracy accountable. There's an uphill fight if we ever heard one. Oh, there's a there's a quote in here that will just absolutely just there's a, a quote from the, one of the bureaucrats that just. Oh, I remember. And, and I read blood this. Blood. Uh, Wilkins had called Montana home for more than 40 years. He bought his property just over nine acres adjacent to the Bitterroot National Forest in 2004. When he bought the property surrounded by pine trees uh, with plentiful birds and wildlife, it corresponded to a vision he had his entire life. Quote, I've always had a desire, uh, always had in my mind this picture-perfect place where I'm living on this valley floor, and I look across and I see the mountain ridges, and then up above it all the snow-capped granite mountain peaks. That's just my ideal of the perfect place to live, and that's exactly where I live. I can walk out in my front yard and I can look to the northwest and the right there is Trapper Peak with a 10,000 foot snow capped mountain peak. And then in front of that, you have the rolling hills and that comes right on down to the river. 
It's a man after my own heart, I tell you what. Yes, that's that's a view right there. Um, outside his front door sits Robbins Gulch Road, built and maintained by the U.S. Forest Service, the result of a limited easement granted by the Forest Service or granted to the Forest Service by the property's previous owners in 1962. The agreement permitted the Forest Service to build and maintain an unpaved access road through the private property, now owned by Wilkins, and his few neighbors along the road into the National Forest, primarily for the purpose of timber harvesting and general maintenance. Okay, and that's important, is what the purpose for the easement was. Yes. Yes. Uh, Importantly, the 1962 easement did not grant access for general public use. The road was to be for Forest Service employees and permittees only. When he bought the spread, Wilkins wasn't entirely uh, enthused to have the road on his property, but since the easement agreement restricted the road's usage, he figured he could leave. He could live with it. Unfortunately, it soon became clear that the government was not abiding by the terms of the original agreement. Wilkins says that after the Forest Service posted signs encouraging public use of the road for visitors seeking entry to the National Forest, traffic and parking increased dramatically. Wilkins and his neighbors have endured trespassing on their property and even theft. Someone stole a pair of elk horns he had mounted on his porch. One of the neighbor's dogs was killed by a speeding driver. And at one point, someone shot Wilkins's cat, which survived. Wilkins reviewed, or Wilkins reviewed the easement agreement, which clearly designated Robbins Gulch Road as a right-of-way for limited use. But discussions with the Forest Service to get the agency to honor its agreement were fruitless. Wilkins hasn't forgotten the response from a district manager. Quote, he crossed his arms, leaned back in his chair, looked at me, and started laughing. He said... Will, you can always sue us. And that's when I said to myself, okay, then I will. All right, fine. You know what they did? So a few years ago, just FYI, a few years ago, well, actually it was a lot of years ago. I don't want to talk about how long ago it was. But when I was younger, um, there was a big thing where the government basically in Wisconsin artificially forced the price of milk way, way, way down. Way down. And it was artificial. It was not market conditions. I want to make that perfectly clear. That was a government thing that caused it. So in response to that, and the all of these farmers, all of these dairy farmers across Wisconsin, not being able to get enough money out of the sale of this milk that they depended on to, for their livelihood, they said, well, then we're revoking all of our land permits for the snowmobile trails. Mm-hmm. Right. They publicly said we're revoking all of our land use for the snowmobile trails. All of the snowmobile trails are officially closed because they almost entirely run across private land. Mm-hmm. And they have the right to do that in the contracts for the use of it. They have the right to revoke it at any time that they want to. So they all revoked it. And the DNR went, no, you can go ahead and keep using it mm-hmm. to all of the snowmobilers. So. In response to that, all of the farmers proceeded to cut down some trees and stack them in nice, super steep triangles at each end of their property where the trail came in so that a sled couldn't get up and over mm-hmm. and just blocked every single section of every single transition into one property and another along the entire trail. 
And that was what finally forced the DNR to go, okay, never mind, I guess you can't use it. Now, there were a few guys who just put yeah. single pieces of barbed wire at approximately neck height. I don't condone that. That's not cool. But they did do that, and that resulted in about what well. you'd think it would result in several times. So, like, they, I mean, yeah. there are there are alternatives here. I'm just saying, like, you could just stack up a shit ton of wood and be like, nope. You're violating the terms of the agreement. Guess you don't get to use it anymore. Go fuck yourself. But this is this is, this is the same sort of same sort of situation uh, as the Clive and Bundy thing, right? In 2014, like there's a there's an agreement in place, right? Um, uh, 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 Will Wilkins is, is 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 abiding by this agreement. He said, "Yes, I'm a man of my word, uh, and 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 I will abide by this agreement that I that I I, I signed to that I agreed to." You're not abiding by your side. That's that's the yep. issue here. It's the same with the Clive and Bundy situation. Clive and Bundy was abiding by his deal with the state of Nevada. The mm -hmm. federal government, on the other hand, said, uh, no, fuck you, watch this. That's the exact same thing in this case with the Forest Service. The Forest Service is saying, uh, no, fuck you. Like we don't we don't recognize your agreement. It's it's very much like the same sort of situation that the federal government did with the motherfucking Indians. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. Putting that out there. Yeah, it's the exact same kind of thing. I mean, it's, you know, and I want to point out too, this is an easement, right? This is an easement, which means. <laughs> Josh, Josh, as, can he well maybe start a GoFundMe for a Komatsu? Uh, he is a blacksmith. He is a Can black Will blacksmith. Willis weld? Yeah. I'm, I well, what do you know? Will Willis can weld. Whoopee. <laughs> um, Will, Will, Will Wilkins weld. Will How much welding would Will Willis do if or would Will Willis weld Wilkins. if Wilkins. Will Willis or Will Wilkins weld yeah. if Will if Wilkins Will could, could weld. weld well? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wilkins connected with the Pacific Legal Foundation. I fucking love those people. Uh, connected with the Pacific Legal Foundation, we're helping him and his neighbor Jane Staten to defend the property rights. Uh, they've reached uh, the Supreme Court after years of litigation to stop the Forest Service from abusing the easement to effectively uh, take their land without compensation, it clearly violation of the constitutional property rights. Uh, that's also a Fifth Amendment violation. Uh, Will notes that he's not asking for special treatment. He just wants the government to agree to, quote, what they wrote and said they would do. Uh, on its face, the case should be a slam dunk. Property rights. Fuck you. In, in discussion, right? Uh, yep. But in litigation against the federal government, there are no guarantees. After all, your adversary is a bureaucracy with an in-house legal team and nearly limitless taxpayer-funded budgets. Moreover, no federal government likes to, or more, no federal agency likes to admit them when they're wrong. So it's safe to say Wilkins has a tough battle ahead, but he's confident about his chances, knowing the government's obligations are spelled out in plain text to the agreement. "Quote: They just have to be held accountable." Well, I mean, the thing is, again, this is <coughs> we've talked how many times about easements on this show, yep. yeah. like the, them being issues just like endlessly these fucking easements being issues and shit and government just randomly changing its views. Um, yep. The comment that I showed from Dave a minute ago on the screen that it's ironic that government's one of its few listed actual jobs in the Constitution is to enforce contracts and they refuse to like ever ob abide by their own. Um but the um, thing is, is this is an easement, right? Which means it's still technically his property. He's yes. just giving them access to it. And it's in what state? 
Montana. Montana. And what kind of weapon is legal in Montana? All of them. All of them. All of them. Which means... He's referring to the Montana Firearms Freedom Act, which says that any firearm built, created, and stays in the state of Montana is not subject to the federal government's gun control laws. Which means if you just happen to have an artillery piece sitting in the middle of the road... As people is, attempt to drive down it, <laughs> is he is a traditionalist. So <laughs> trebuchet sitting in the middle of the road. Um, I gotta go though, guys. My uh, my kid just brought down a thermometer that reads one hundred and three. So oh, lovely. Oh. Okay. Yep. Have fun. Go take care fun. of that. So, yeah, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> I have seen a MythBusters where they made cannon out of a tree. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, the the reality is, like, I mean, even if, even if you don't want to do with technicals, see, and there are plenty of pickup trucks, I'm sure that you could pick from, but no, what I was going to say is, like, realistically, right, the, the thing I've seen, is, I've seen Final Destination, I know what a logging truck can do. <laughs> yeah, right. No, what I was saying, though, is, like, I mean, what that means is, like, if you got, say, I don't know, 20 people over for a party and they all happen to be armed with, like, machine guns. Are you, are you referencing the, the the Army Rangers versus the Bloods in, in Topeka or uh, um, uh, in, in uh, Eastern Washington? It's, um, oh, uh, yeah, no, you know, I wasn't really, it's, yeah, it's, I wasn't really the, referencing same, anything, but it's the same sort of situation. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if there was a bunch of people standing there, all heavily, heavily armed, in the middle of that easement, well, they're on private property. You cannot complain that they, oh, well, but they're standing there with these loaded weapons. Well, I'm on private property. I have permission of the property owner to be here. You just have an easement for access through a specific corridor, and that easement only covers the park rangers and, and those employees. Which means uh, that you there, dear citizen, turn your ass around. Yep. Yeah, and permittees. So you there, dear citizen, turn your ass around fuck and off fuck off. And you just do that for long enough and they're going to have to respond. And you know those, they're going to have to respond. Same, those those same people would absolutely object if, if Will drove down and, and went through their front yard. Mm-hmm. Right? They would absolutely complain. But going through his yard... It's okay because the government says it's fine. I mean, it's not real hard to get your hands on really big chunks of angle iron and building a World War II style hedgehog isn't real hard. So if you wanted <laughs> Brand- to just... Brandenburg v. Ohio, 1969. Just the big hedgehog thing, anti-tank thing and then just set one of those in front in the middle of the road on each side and be like, there you go. Now you can totally use it. Going to have to use a dirt bike to get around it, but you can totally use it. <laughs> They hit it and flip over. Yeah, it's like oops. Bad. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's not my problem. Like you, you weren't. If you're a private citizen, because here's the thing too about that, right? This is the big thing. Even ignoring everything else, if that person is encouraged by the federal government, by the the Park Service, to use that road, they're going down that road and they get into an accident on your property because of something you're doing on your property right you can be held liable for that not only that but you have to have to fucking pay property taxes on it yeah on a chunk of road that isn't truly yours now magically 
And, yep. but I mean, that's the thing though, is like, you could be held liable. So because they have that access and the, the federal government isn't going to get held liable. The federal government ever gets hi- held liable for jack shit. So you're going to be on the hook for that, even though you told them not to be on there. And then it's going to be like, okay, well, was this, were they trespassing? Are they going to be held to that standard or what's, what's going on? And it's just going to complicate matters. It's far easier. If I were him, I would just be blocking that road off and going, nobody gets to use it. I'm revoking the easement because you violated the contract. Bite me. Yep. I agree completely. That's what I'm doing. Like, no, you violated, you violated the agreement. You no longer have the easement, yep. so you don't get to use it anymore. Yeah. Yep. Turn it private. Logging trucks want to use it. That's fine. Go ahead and pay. Yep. You just got to yep. pay me for it. I'll, I'll sign a contract with the logging company. For service? Nope. Fuck you very much. Yeah. No, buy me. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is like, there's, there's all kinds of nasty shit when it comes to easements. There's all kinds of nasty shit when it comes to like people the, just plopping worst, roads places. The worst part is, is that there's there's precedent. There's huge precedent for these easements. And it just it's again and again and again. And I can't help but reference back to uh, the thir- 30 by 30. I don't, I, I, we haven't really talked about 30 by 30, but it's like it's this push by the federal government that 30 percent of, of land in the continental United States uh, should be in conservation by 2030. Taking over this piece of land is is literally what they're doing. Yeah. Right. They're, they're they're literally taking this guy's land, just as they 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 took you know um, uh, 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 Marvin Hemeyer's and 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 all these other people. They're they're taking this land again and again and again. You know, and it's Klaus Schwab. You know, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Yeah. The, no. Well, it's like no, I'm not happy. It, it's like, for instance, right? For instance, there's um, the uh, there's the the um, if you drive through like farm country, right? Probably anywhere in the country, realistically, in my experience, but for sure in the upper Midwest, if you drive through farm country down back roads, you will drive down roads where you drive straight through the center of working farms constantly where the house is over here and then the barn and everything is over here. And there are fields on each side and they have to put signs up warning you that there could be tractors crossing the road yep. and there could be cows crossing the road and everything else. You know why that is? That's because some jackass years ago in the government went at, like on a map and went from this point to this point. This is the straightest line. Didn't care what was there and said, this is now eminent domain. This is ours. Yep. And took the center of the farm straight through the farmyard away from the farmer. And you know why they did that was because there was already a path that that farmer had to go to market from his farm through the center of his property right there. And they said, well, there's already a path here, so we're going to make that a road. Yep. That's what they did here with, with Mr. Will. And it's fucked up. It's absolutely fucked up. They're liter- they literally are occupying and, and stealing his land that he pays property taxes on and violating the written agreement that they have, which they do again and again and again and again and again. And it's not even his agreement either. It's the previous property the owners. Started, yeah. You know. Boy, I wonder why the previous property owner sold the property. Can't imagine. Yep. And the... Forest worker guy, the forest service guy laughing and said, well, you could always sue us. Oh, I'm... oh, bet. 
right, right, it's, oh. I'm going to prison. I'm going to prison in that moment. Like, that's Brand straight to prison. Brand new reveal, Ohio, 1969. You fucking, like, I'm trying to come to you like a man. I'm trying to come to you as an adult here and have this conversation, and you're going to lean back and laugh at me? Lean oh, I'm back. going to prison. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we've moved past words. <laughs> On that note, uh, let's throw out some mix and get the hell out of here. All right. Uh, so just again, a reminder, next week we are going to have a very special guest on from uh, Walk the Talk America. It would be super cool if you guys would tune into that. It's going to be yeah. super, super neat. And I really want to get the word out. Men's mental health matters. Yes, yes, and gun owners' mental health matters, and uh, you deserve to be able to find mental health without risking your gun rights, and that's going to be what that's all about. I really want you guys to check it out, because it is super awesome, and I'm really excited to promote this organization. Um, also, make sure you buy Derek's book, Think for Yourself, Thinking Workbook for Beginners. It's like 10 bucks. It's available on Amazon. Um, if you want uh, to care for your beard like a Viking, like I do, and you also want to save money while you do it, go to thebeardstruggle.com, use code INKDANARCHIST15, you get 15% off of uh, your order. I am also an affiliate of Reaper Apparel Company. They make super cool stuff, super awesome hats. They make awesome hoodies. They make awesome t-shirts. Uh, they have their broken, not defeated 10-day uh, challenge that you should definitely take. They have such great stuff and it is such a great message and i really encourage everybody to use it and if you use either the affiliate link in the description you can get yourself uh 15 off or you can get yourself 10 percent off if you use uh inked anarchist on the uh website um you can also let's see there's uh the coffee brand coffee thing uh that chris is involved with uh check that out that's in our link tree um also make sure that you check out um uh, uh oh god we got so much stuff um <laughs> It's all tree. in the link tree, dude. It's all in the link tree. We got a ton of stuff. We got a ton of cool affiliates. We love them all. They're super awesome. You should definitely check them out. Help support us. Help support the podcast and these cool brands that we are willing to do work with. Um, also, if you do want my Deposed Tyrants shirt, uh, check it out on antistate.net. Yes. I think that covers everything. Anything else? Got anything else? Got anything else? Uh, no. Make sure you also check out, uh, check us out on Rumble and on Odyssey, uh, because we are on there as well. Um, if you are listening to this, whatever uh, platform you're listening to it on, we're available on a bunch of other platforms as well. And if you are listening to it, check us out on YouTube sometime, man. Um, also, again, check me out on TikTok. I am at Inked Anarchist, and uh, I do tons of history videos. So if you like my rants. Dude, it's nothing but my rants. All right, so uh, check that shit out. Uh, we need to add that to the link tree. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like I should add like my Cash App fucking QR codes, being able to just send me money. Like, I like what you do. Here's five bucks. <laughs> so on that note, uh, give us a piece of life advice. Fast. Oh, piece of life advice. Um. Always be sure of your target and what's beyond and make sure that that target's probably the government. Brandon Brookby, Ohio, 1969. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.